I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number one zero zero one hundred of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. We are so excited to be back in a new year, um, a new me, Yao, of twenty twenty two. This is, uh, you know, it's going to be a big year. It's going to be a good year. I, I pray that everybody has a, a super blessed and amazing year or a, at least good thoughts and uh, feelings toward the new year. Um, setting goals, doing, started. yeah, doing, doing stuff and things, um, for, uh, for yourself and for your kitties. Uh, today we have a, an episode that, uh, we, we've just been talking about a lot lately because we've been dealing with a lot of, um, cases and by cases, I don't, cases sounds weird. Like sounds I'm an FBI incredible. agent or something. Oh, we're on the case. <laughs> we're on that case. Um, but we um, we've been we've been uh, just surrounded by a lot of um, uh, cat parents that I, I guess you'd say aren't don't necessarily like we want to empower cat parents right like that's one of our biggest goals we say learn share and grow but that and that is our motto is to learn share and grow so we want to learn everything that we can about how to help every cat live the longest healthiest happiest life and then we want to share that information with the beautiful cat community so that we can all grow together but in that growth we really want to empower cat parents and all this knowledge for us what it's done for us is to empower us to make better decisions to make decisions for our cats and our cat's health um, based on the things that we've learned. You know, there's some things that we've learned that we we don't, we're like, eh, I don't think that's really applicable. I don't think that's a big deal. I'm not going to, you know, and so, and you guys too, get that 100%. But there, are, the the whole being empowered as a cat parent is much more than, um, than just, you know, knowing what household chemical cleaner to use or non-chemical cleaner to use, right? Sure. Like there's there's a whole lot more that goes into our cat's overall health and well-being. And we've been talking with a lot of people lately. Some and it's heartbreaking become, stuff. It's become such a, a... Well, I think that the issue a lot of us face is, uh, and, and this is something that's really important, first and foremost, I think everyone should make a renewed New Year's resolution, whatever, to... to make sure that we have a good relationship with our veterinarians to make sure that we are doing our due diligence, our annuals for our young ones, our biannuals checkups, our dentals uh, for our older babies. Um, but there've been some really heartbreaking situations lately that we've dealt with, whether it is over medicating, over vaccinating, uh, flea treatments. And it is one of these um, situations where, you know, a veterinarian will say, this is what we recommend for this, or this is what you should be doing. Um, we went through this many times, whether it was uh, kidney issues that were coming up in our cats, whether it's Pooh Bear's autoimmune disease. Um, a lot of things where we just have to take the information that our veterinarian gives us, our team, our teammate in helping to best take care of our cats, and then actually pull the trigger on making a decision ourselves. And I think the reason this is such a important topic right now is that more and more we are hearing these really heartbreaking uh, situations where our cats have to go through a lot because maybe our gut was telling us maybe we shouldn't do this, uh, but we did. And now maybe, we're dealing with... Or maybe we just don't have the confidence to... Uh, the the 
is the confidence the right word? Like where, where we listen to our guts, right? Because a lot of us, um, and a lot of the cases that we're dealing with people that, and, and we feel guilty. I feel guilty when it's like, we're always, we're always on the, the side of the go to the veterinarian, get a checkup, get it diagnosed, go, you know, go see what, what's going on. And then people are like, okay. And they make a vet visit and they go there and then they're on their cats all of a sudden on steroids and antibiotics and, and all of these things going through surgeries, going through all kinds of things that, that weren't necessarily necessary if that cat parent knew that they were going to the vet in order to get their opinion, right? Their medical opinion on what is happening. And then they were able to uh, feel empowered enough to make the right decision for their cats. Um, and then we're getting that, that, you know, the, we're getting, the, oh my gosh, I mean, it, it makes me feel um, really sad because because I feel guilty about sending people to the vet without, I feel like we need to have like a whole, like a, a whole script in wiki or something like a whole script that says you need to go to the vet. And once you've gotten the opinion of the vet, you know, uh, you can always come back to us. You can seek out other advice. You can yeah. find whatever. And, and it's so that we, instead of just saying, go to the vet, we're saying, Here's some questions to ask. Here are some right. things. I mean, I, I... Because not everybody catches every live. We've done lives. We've done, right. you know, we have a great interview with Dr. Katie Woodley. Great questions to ask our veterinarians when we're going in. You know, yeah. is this is this vaccine, uh, this whatever, is is this needed? Can we do a titer test? We we deal with um, our Pooh Bear being over-vaccinated and developing an autoimmune disease from the rabies vaccine. Uh, and it is... Uh, it's difficult to it's difficult to feel like we're ever fully prepared to pull the trigger on a decision i think that's what you're meaning about being confident right confidence yeah. is something that i think we my little uh, so he's just so on, cute uh, is that we grow within ourselves right the the whole learn share and grow thing is part of what has been building our confidence over the years there's always going to be a new situation but i feel like oftentimes for me, um, we've probably been through 11 veterinarians in Oh, probably more than Las that Vegas. now, but yeah. We have three 11. now. We have three now that we've had over the past few years that is comforting to us because if our holistic veterinarian says one thing, uh, we can always get other opinions. We have a feline veterinarian. We have a conventional veterinarian. And, um, and they're all people that we have good relationships with yeah. and that's really important at the end of the day however we're the ones that have to make the decisions mm -hmm. we're the ones that are accountable for our cats and we don't help. and i will tell you honestly we only take some of our veterinarians information we don't win regard even our holistic vet we just um yeah. recently a couple months ago um went and had four of our six cats um in for their for their annual and biannual uh checkups blood tests all of the stuff and things and um and when we were leaving it was like you know we were kind of going over the protocols for this and that and um the, i don't remember which one it was but i was like yeah we're not doing that that's not what we're doing. Uh, and it was a holistic veterinarian. So it wasn't like, oh, uh, you have to feed this food, um, this prescription diet, right? Uh, we all know that, you know, the prescription diet thing is a, is a marketing, um, thing. So, uh, it wasn't like that. It was, I, it was something 
either holistically or let's check this or let's all, you know, do more of this. And I can, I just, I follow my gut. I feel empowered. And we've been, um, you know, I, I can't tell you that there's not cases where it's like, oh, this is really scary. What do we do? And we still will go with our gut, but we'll still go with maybe what this veterinarian says or what that veterinarian says. Um, when Pooh Bear had his, um, when his autoimmune disease act up because uh, we, he's, he, it's stress induced as it is, 99.9% .9 of all of our cats ailments, um, stress induced. Um, and so we had a friend that brought his Dobermans over in the backyard and Pooh Bear saw him through the window and, um, and immediately went into a stress mode and his, uh, he just started spewing blood from his mouth. Okay. There was an ulcer in his mouth that, that ruptured and he just started spewing blood from his mouth. Lord knows we are just going to scoop him up and run to the closest vet that's open on a Sunday. Um, because of course it happened on a Sunday and, um, and see what, you know, see if they can stop the bleeding, see what's going to go on. And yeah, we were in a frantic mode mode um but in the end once we were able to stop the stop the bleeding then it was okay what can we do you know the veterinarians say oh well steroids and this and this and this and i'm saying hmm, let me do some more research let me empower myself let me learn more about this situation before i just go with somebody's opinion that i may or, that i really actually don't know because it's an emergency vet that i've never been to before you know like there's yeah. there are so many things that i think we as cat parents just have to be able to, we are our cat's best advocate. It's not your vet. Your vet is not the answer for your cat's health. And if you, and if you blame your vet for your cat's health, then shame on you. You cannot do that because it is your cat and they are your children. And you are the one that makes that final decision when it comes to, um, when it comes to their overall health. Yes. Take their information. Yes. Learn and see, follow your gut, do some research, figure out what needs to be done for your kitty. But, um, but it, but we, we have to take responsibility. We have to take accountability, right? We have to take accountability for our cat's health. It is in our hands. And so we have to be confident in the decisions that we make. If we make a decision to go with this surgery or we make this decision to go with this medicine, then we have to be confident in it. Because if we're not, I will promise you it won't work anyway. Because that is how strong uh, the empowerment is. That's how strong the energy is when it comes to us and our cats. And that's why the placebo effect works right well and, and and not that that's hard science i think that that's, that is hard science that's more to I that mean, point though i feel is. like there are always going to be not always but there are many times going to be a situation that is very uh scary right now this is right? something that like, we've got like like Pooh, like Pooh Bear's situation and i think that uh something that's difficult is being able to muster up that confidence, right? When you're Ooh, not, right, yeah, when you're not sure exactly what's going on. Uh, there's, a, there's a bit of a caveat though. I think it's something that should be practiced. You know, like Dr. Becker talks about she'll meditate two hours a day just because she yeah. recognizes that that's what she needs in order to, um, be healthy, to be around her, her own animals. animals, um, and to deal with people in general. But I feel like that's really, that's an important thing especially when it comes to stress, when we recognize that we are really maybe overthinking something or over analyzing something, uh, it will help to kind of just take a step back and look at it from the perspective of something needs to be done. What is the best decision that I can make right now? Yeah. And that's, 
I think where confidence does grow, I think it's very easy, especially in, you know, as we have, as we learn more and more about different modalities and different treatments and new ways to help with different issues that are going on, it can become almost paralyzing to, uh, you know, be seeking information from everything and everyone when you've oh got decisions it's to like, make. It's like Googling, why is my eye flared up? And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I definitely have cancer or mm, it's, it's right. COVID-19 or it's something, right? It's going to be something really bad if you go on Google because there's a million different things. And that's right. how it is, you know, when we go and seek everybody's different advice. And I think it's good because that's part of research. Right. But but to, to find out what resonates with right. us. Um, and I remember with Pooh Bear... He, we went to the conventional veterinarian, we went to the emergency vet, then we went to the conventional vet, and we went to the holistic vet, then we went to the feline vet, and our, our feline veterinarian said, you know, this is remarkable, I've never seen a cat with this condition live past three years old. And that was, you know... Or be on that low, uh, he that was on a low, low dose of steroids. Of, of steroids. And she was like, what else, what are you guys doing? Because it, it wasn't that someone said, here's what you have to do, it's that looking at... Pooh Bear's health, holistically, trying to do things to mitigate other things. Number one, stress. Knowing just how much stress plays a part. And not just with his autoimmune disease. There are so many. FIC is a huge one that we see. We're dealing with... So uh, many cases uh, right now. I don't know. Which is what brought this on, really. Yeah. 10 or 15 right now that are seriously cases of um, life-threatening issues. And it is... FIC is feeling idiopathic cystitis. Everybody calls it cystitis. It is uh, difficult because I know people come to us basically as a last resort, right? They are, they've been doing the treatments. They're still going through issues. They've had to do A, B, or C, and now they're looking at, well, maybe I should look at their diet. Maybe I should look at supplementation. What do you guys think about this? And it can be overwhelming when you're looking looking for solutions to be able to find out which one uh is going to work best for my cat. And at the end of the day, it's my decision. And yeah. that's a scary place to be because if it's the wrong decision, you don't have what does that to mean? <laughs> but it, well, and if it's the right decision, then that, that helps build confidence. I think that that's something, whether it's with our pets or whether it's with life, the idea that moving forward, we just made a bunch of decisions this week that were on the business side, that we're pulling the trigger on a number of things we've talked about and looked into and researched and whatever. And when it was that moment to pull the trigger, it's like, there's still that bit of, is it excitement? Is it anxiety? Uh, or is it both? Is it at the end of the day though, it's, we're making this decision and we are ready to be responsible for whatever the outcome is. Yep. So, um, accountable, accountable. Yeah. A responsible, accountable, the same, same difference. But I, I will say with the, with the cases, um, that we're dealing with, with the FIC right now, um, I can see even in text threads and, or emails, um, that it's, um, so clear to me that the issue is rooted in stress. I mean, that's the science behind cystitis anyway, is that it is rooted in stress, 
But what um, so many of these owners are not seeing is that it's their stress. And I can see it from the way that they're even communicating through text yeah. or email. The way that they're communicating, it is a clear case of you have to get your stress under control. We're, you, you know, we're looking at all the symptom catchers. Fix this symptom. Fix that symptom. Let's do this. Let's do that. But let's, how about we get to the root? That's what holistic yeah. is, care is all about. Holistic medicine is all about. It's about getting to the root of the issue and fixing that, which will then in turn fix all the other things. I'm, I'm talking uh, with three people right now, all dealing with FIC. And what I do find remarkable uh, is that all three, essentially, with the exception of some diet tweaks, are doing everything. Everything. They are trying to identify stuff. the stressors. They're removing environmental stressors. They are incorporating playtime. They are doing all these things, all, you know, litter box evaluations, changing up the litter. Uh, they are doing everything, right? They're, and, and they keep saying that. I've got, I'm doing it all. I'm doing it all. I, I've done it all. And, and nothing is changing. And it's like this very... Uh, you just need some meditation. Well, it's very ramped up. And one of the things I, in the blogs that you've written, I think it's something that's so overlooked, exactly as you said, is our stress. That was something foundational for Pooh Bear's condition, for us is recognizing our stress. For and me indeed, specifically. And indeed, Pam Roussel with Perfectly Holistic, what an incredible resource for all of us to have in our pocket. Um, when she was evaluating Pooh Bear, more often than not, when he was having a flare-up, Guess what his stressor was? One of us. I was gonna say me. <laughs> one of us. I mean, yeah, or or one of our cats. But but even but from the beginning, and that's the thing is that when we knew that it was stress that that really flared him up, we knew that it was that stress was at the root cause of it, right? I mean, obviously, the autoimmune disease is due to being over vaccinated. So there's certain things that we also have to be empowered by as cat parents um, to be able to take those steps back. Um, once we know better, we can do better, right? And we didn't know better at that point, and so um, so we. We didn't do better and, and and but now we know that so long as we can keep his stress levels low that we can keep those flare-ups at bay and we don't have to use the steroids anymore because we feel empowered enough to know how to keep his stress levels low and if it is going to Pam Roussel and getting his chakras opened um, which was uh, the first woo-woo thing that I've ever heard of and very strange. It did not think that that was going to do anything, but sure enough, it was the beginning of the end of steroids for, um, for him and the beginning of the end of his, um, really high stress life. And so now we're able to keep so much of that at bay and the symptoms at bay with, with, um, you know, homeopathics and things that we truly believe in. And as we believe in it, it works even more and more every time. And when we, you know, when our energy starts to go down or we start to get too stressed or something, we tweak that ourselves without asking a veterinarian or, or anyone. We're like, mm, maybe we should tweak that a little bit. We tweak it and it gets better because we feel, uh, confident in knowing that, we just need to tweak something and, and make things a little bit better. But keeping his stress levels low is um, 100% what uh, what keeps yeah. him. And keeping our stress levels low has been even tone of voice. Uh, one of the phone calls I took last week was someone dealing with this issue. And you could hear just mass chaos. In the back. Now, I know people have kids. It's a thing. But there is a there is a tone of voice to yelling to even even like just breathlessly always talking about something there. This is what's going on. And I've done all this stuff and things. And this is cats are, are not all cats are hard to read. But Pooh Bear, even if we're getting into uh, something that's very stressful, you know, the holidays were very stressful for us. Um, yeah. And Pooh Bear had a flare up. Oh, because... gosh, like really bad flare ups. And, and it was something that was, you know, we 
you can't always keep your stress under control, right? We had a we had a death in the family. It was a very tragic, quick acting kind of guy to rush to get trip. on a plane, missing Christmas and birthdays and things. We just got to go, and it was it was stressful on both of us. And that stress reflected almost immediately mm-hmm. in Pooh Bear and yeah. his and his flare ups. He 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 had diarrhea on the floor, like like like. You know, and but we knew uh, we didn't pick him up and rush him to the vet because we knew, okay, that's our stress. We need to bring it down a notch. We need to take a shower. We need to yeah. wash off this cortisol. We need to tell him it's going to be okay, and we got to get him back to you know use some use some of our products to yeah. to balance that gut, and then let's let's tell him it's going to be okay and and everything's going to be okay. It's, it's remarkable how cats do respond to our confidence, whether it's someone at the door or loud noises in the house. They mm-hmm. they are looking to us for response, for reaction. Like, is this something to super freak out about or is everything okay? So I think that it's something huge to evaluate is recognizing that it isn't just about being um, an empowered cat parent. It's about truly feeling empowered ourselves. Yeah. And that that's something that we, we have to work on every day to um, – and it's not just about, you know, you can't just put a little pocket of, well, I feel confident about this, but the rest of your life is mass chaos. It, this little pocket doesn't work if all of this is a mess. So yeah, I think it's really, um, it's something that we're evaluating more ourselves. I feel like it's an exciting topic to start our 2022 out on um, and because it's something that we're seeing so often. And, it, you know, it seems cliche for people to say, oh, you've got to meditate or you listen to calming music or whatever but how many times a day do you actually stop and experience stillness breathing right um how long does it take your brain to shut off when you're trying to go to sleep i think that getting getting a better parameters around really how my inner hamster wheel is working yeah is uh also a powerful tool and yeah, and, and everybody has a different way of um, yeah. of reducing their stress, right? Like, there's not like you know, some people it, it's it's good to go to therapy. Some people are you know taking medications or nutraceuticals. Um, some people are exercising. Exercise is like one of the most you know cheapest and most effective ways to reduce stress. Um, there's you know lots of music. There's you know lot meditation prayer. There's lots of different ways that we can reduce our stress, but it's so important to reduce our stress so that we can be empowered as pet parents to make the right decisions for our cats and, and not cause more, um, ailments and illness in our cats as they mirror our, um, our stress responses. Yeah, I think, and there's so much exciting science coming up. This is probably gonna be a topic we'll talk about a couple times. We always talk about It's something that we, well, it's something that is, is not just a one and done. It's not like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. It is something that has to be put into practice every day. And I know that a lot of times, you know, like over the holidays, that was a, I was extra cognizant of it. And recognizing that I was not doing a good job, it was a very emotional time for us. But I would remove, I would not interact with Pooh Bear when I was feeling especially distraught because I knew that was not helping him. I would go shower and wash off the cortisol before I had my brushings time with Pooh Bear and got myself in a better headspace before I physically interacted with him. And and I'm not always that. I'm not always that considerate. You know, we go through the day yeah. and it's just like, and yeah. if you're in a stress mode. Uh, it, it rubs off on and, him. And you think about it, being caught, like being conscious or, or cognitive of our own energy is not something that most of us do. I, I don't even do it regularly. I mean, I 
something will happen and it will trigger me into be cautious of your yeah. mindset right now. But, um, but when you're just on the grind, running, like doing your stuff and things, there's this that has to get done and that that has to get done. And you know what? The understanding that, you know, my, my energy that I'm bringing to the household, to you, to the, to this, God, God, he's so precious to our sweet babies. Like I, I, it's not even forefront on my mind. It's not even close to forefront on my mind because I'm just doing the stuff and things that need to get done. When she's right? really ramped about stuff. Like I pick up on her energy and I'll be like, pump your brakes before you go near Pooh Bear. Yeah. Like, get your, <laughs> yeah. get your life and together. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes Sim. it's, sometimes it's you that, that pumps me into a fact like that, that, kicks me into, um, that, oh yeah, I need to, you know, and sometimes it's something as little as like, and I've talked about this before and you're going to think I'm gay. I am, but, um, doing a little dance, like singing a little song, like literally physically smiling in the mirror for one minute, you know, that's a like, long time. To it smile feels like a really it. long time, <laughs> but it, it will, it will lift your spirit. Um, doing those little things for me, it lifts my spirit doing those little things. When I realize that I am at a stress response, I'm having a stress response of whatever it is that the stress is not always, um, Stress is not always, well, something's going on in my life. And I think that's something that a lot of us miss out on. A lot of the the, the cases that we're dealing with, my God, a lot of the so cases precious. that we're dealing with um, right now, too. Um, it's, it's, it's like, well, everything's, everything's fine in the house. Everything's like, there's not, there's not anything going on. And, and people tend to, as humans, we tend to think that stress or anxiety are the same thing. And that what that means is that something is stressful causing you to be stressful. So we can blame this or blame that, but that's not exactly how it always works. It's not always a, an, a, an event or something, um, or never someone else that is causing us to be stressed out or anxious. Um, so we have to, we have to get to the root of our own anxiety and our own, um, stress responses, um, and acknowledge it and then address it in order to, um, in order to keep that energy at a, at a better space in our household for both ourselves and our and our kitties and, yes. and everybody around you, your kids, yes. your spouse, your brothers and sisters, everyone, right? Like everyone's affected by your energy regardless. Um, so, so you got it. It's just, I guess it's more of a human thing than a veganistic cat thing, but it, but it's not because our, we're seeing so many cats affected by the human stress response. Yeah. And that's why we want to talk about empowerment and being, you know, feeling, um, getting to that place of confidence where we feel empowered to make the right decisions for our cats, to make the right decisions for ourselves, to make the right decisions for, to just feel, you know, um, safe and, and confident. More confident, yeah. which is hard to do in the world right now. But I think it helps when, you know, our cats have inspired us to kind of take the reins on things in our life because we realize that, you know, it's one thing for me to live like this. It's another thing for me to put these beautiful little beings through my mm. mentality, unless I just grab the bull by the horns and handle something. So yeah. uh, it's exciting. I'm so excited to see Teresa here. I, I can't see all the comments, but I saw Teresa, she said, guess who's watching with me? And her sweet Benson, who's going through some stuff right now. Oh, yay. Uh, I think you're talking about Benson, baby. Yay. Hi, Benson. Aww. Hi. And I'm glad and he's playful said, today. laughing does the same thing. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just like fake a laugh. <laughs> You know, it's hard or, for me or, to fake laugh. I don't, yeah, I mean, it's not. You fake laugh all the time. She, 
she acts like I'm funny and fakes fakes her laugh. No, I only laugh when you're time. actually funny. No, you fake laugh when I'm not funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh, a thing. Like, it's a thing. Oh, I can. I can't fake laugh. You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, laughing is also, it's the best medicine, right? So anyway, that's going to wrap up episode number 100 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. Thank you guys so much for joining us oh, today. Are you leave? He's like, are we done? He's like, oh, it's done? Okay. Is it playtime now? <laughs> um, we're going to go eat some lunch. And breakfast and stuff and things. Um, And uh, we will be back.